Y'all really won't believe. I, the other night, recorded a podcast, 30 minutes. It wasn't recording. My microphone was not on. I was just talking to thin air for 32 minutes. Yeah. So I obviously said, fuck this, and I'm not making a podcast. So just know that I wanted to talk to y'all two days ago. Life just said that was not the message they needed to hear, clearly. Um, so here I am today, and I want to talk about... Um, okay, well, first I want to talk about... I was walking my dog just now, and I don't know if it was like the weed I smoked or just the vibe in general. I think it was a little bit of both. Um, the vibe in general was not... I did not like it. I felt... I don't know if it's because it's winter, fall time now. It's like getting darker earlier, but it feels so pitch black at 10 PM when normally it's like, eh, you know, like it just got dark and it feels scary out. Like the vibe, it's like cooler outside. So the vibe just feels haunted and like the streets are empty. And I don't know, I felt so unsafe. And it's like, normally I don't feel like that at all. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Everything's good. But tonight, like the vibes were just off. My coworker even said she felt something weird. And then that obviously made me think about it. So now, like, as I'm walking, I was, like, so scared. I was, like, kept looking behind me. I was, like, oh, man, it's going to come out and kidnap me because I'm obviously so cute. But, like, it was stressing me out. And, I, you know, my dog's – my dog would totally protect me. But, like, what if he didn't? What if he was, like, fuck this and left? And then I'm just there getting kidnapped. I, um, I'm going to knock on some wood. But also, I hate that. And I wasn't, like, worried that a woman was going to pop out and snatch me. Like, I was, like, fearing for my life because, like, what if a man just, like, stopped his car suddenly and threw me in? Or, like, came, I don't know, why would he be jogging at 10 p.m. ready to kill someone on the path? Criminal mind says it happens. So I had to stop watching those kind of things. Like, any kind of, like, crime show or just mainly crime show. I don't watch scary movies. I watched one scary movie when I was in the fifth grade. It was at a sleepover. And I was I was new to the school. Like, I just moved from Tomball to Rosenberg. Ugh. Ugh. Kind of, like, burns my chest having to say that name. Um, and I did not... I was not making friends very easily. And my point of view, how I remember it, I felt really awkward and left out. And just, like, the weird quiet kid. I don't know. Um, Actually, I can't even remember that far back. I just remember the setup. Oh, my God. Have y'all ever tried to remember something and then, like, well, this doesn't really count. Because I feel like a lot of people actually have pretty good memory of their childhood. But, like, if you have, like, a lot of trauma or you blocked a lot of things out, like, you have a really hard time remembering. Also, if you did a lot of drugs. Remembering your childhood and your past. And sometimes, occasionally, for me, like, my memory has gotten, like, a lot better over the years. And um, I'll think about something that I normally am like, oh, I can only remember just the face of this person and that's it. Now, when I think about things, like, I just thought about that sleepover I remember it was a birthday party and I just saw like a very detailed image of like that backyard and like the fence area and I remember something about this truck on the road on the outside and like yeah I'm like that's kind of crazy um but anyways we're I was spending the night right and they put on hear no evil see no evil 
done, done for. Like he dropped these, like tied these people's legs up and dropped them from like, I don't know, a fucking 30 story hotel building. And there was like carnivorous dogs, carnivorous, is that the right? Carnivorous, whatever. Dogs at the bottom and they like ate them alive after dropping them on from that's crazy. Like, uh, like, first of all, I'm already falling to my death and then I'm getting like ripped to shreds. That sucks. And then he was like pulling people's eyeballs out and putting them in jars. I just couldn't do it. It was too much. And I've never watched a scary movie again. I'm OCD. I got diagnosed when I was like 10, 11, maybe. And, um, I resonate heavily with that diagnosis. Like I, when I think about something, I cannot stop thinking about it. Even if I'm like not, even if it's something I'm not worried about, like say something happened at work and like, it doesn't affect me. Like, I don't give a shit. But if for some reason I attach myself to that for any reason, I will obsessively think about it over and over and over. It's like, it's just playing in my head. Like I can separate myself. Like I'm seeing myself from a third point of view and I can see myself obsessing over it just nonstop. Like it's just on repeat, like a broken record. I just hit play on this record and it's just going and going and going. And like, I would love for it to turn off. It just doesn't. It just, it's automatic. I don't, I don't even know where the button is. I don't know if that was a good explanation, but that's what it's like inside my head. So when I watched that scary movie, like I could only see like those scenes over and over in my head and I couldn't stop thinking about them. Even if I wasn't like really scared, it was just like the details of it just replayed in my mind over and over. It makes me like sick. So I do not watch scary movies. I will not. I don't think it's cute to cuddle up and watch scary movies. Like why would I want to be afraid? Like, why don't we watch a comedy or like an action movie? Like I want to feel adrenaline or I want to laugh. Or we can watch a romance movie and I can feel like just loved or normally they'd never end well. So I'm just like crying because I feel so alone. But my voice, I feel like it sounds extra raspy today. So I don't know. That was just something I noticed. Um, what did I want to talk about today? I wanted to talk about relapsing. Yeah. So I... Again, it's something in the air. My um, ex who was an addict, he'd always say like he always wanted to use more in the winter. And I feel like that's true for like a lot of addicts that I've met. Like they've all said something very similar. Um, I don't know, something about the cold weather. You just want to be warmed up by the opiates. I don't know. <laughs> you just want to feel something, right? You just want to feel tingly and just, I don't know. I also did used to use like a lot of drugs like starting in the winter time when I began like my addiction I remember like being blackout well I don't really remember <laughs> but I know I would go to these bonfires in like fucking Meadville and like I was fucked up I was on all kinds of shit I'm actually very concerned and some like horrible things happen there as well a lot of a lot of trauma lives in those woods and um yeah, it was just always cold. I remember, like, we were all, I was in my, like, little short shorts, but, like, a big fucking jacket and just, just doing things I should not have been doing. Like, I don't know how I'm alive. Like, I'm, the more I think about it, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this is the shit you see on fucking Criminal Minds. Like, this is some crazy shit. 
um, put myself in some very unsafe situations that I do regret. I can't take back and I'm not going to feel bad about it, but like, I do wish that I lived my teenage years a lot differently. I mean, I learned and I, and uh, that's amazing. That's what I take out of it is that I learned a lot and that I can really understand so many perspectives some, from so many different point of views now because I've experienced a lot of things. And um, so I don't know. You learn so you can help others. I think, I think we're just here to experience and like figure out how we want to respond to that experience. But um, yeah, something about the cold always makes you feel like using um i'm just i'm gonna talk about like some things that like make me want to relapse again um or just some like habits that i notice i like fall into the cycle of doing and that's when i'm like oh i need to go to a meeting um or i just need to take a moment to i need to practice some self-care like i need to go outside and i need to meditate or i need to journal or i just need to reflect on like what am i going through right now that's making me begin to repeat these cycles again like what in my life is triggering me so i'm going to talk about some things that i notice i start doing and then i'm going to talk about um what did i just fucking say oh triggering and some things that would trigger me to begin doing these things again um so for me yeah cold weather time um i notice whenever i'm like now I have a sweet tooth like a motherfucker, but when I start like really craving sugar, like I find myself like stuffing my face with sugar and I'm always finding something like sour or just something like for me, it's like salt and vinegar chips and ice cream. Like, oh my God, the guy just eat the fuck out of that. And like little chocolate chip cookies, like crunchy ones. And, um, and I mean, and I have to be like kind of aware too, cause I am on a hormonal cycle and like the week before I'm like extra craving sugar. So it, it could be that too. And I have to remind myself that not everything is about my drugs. Cause I feel like when I was getting sober, I started to equate everything I did with like drugs, like, oh, that you're just a fucking addict. You're craving sugar again. Like, okay, why don't we show a little compassion for ourselves and just really take a further look into why I'm feeling this way? Um, because the symptoms and like the same emotional feelings, like within my body, you know how, like when you're sad, you like fucking feel it in your stomach and in your chest. Well, I feel like when I'm craving, I also have like this hollow, like feeling like in my chest and, um, I don't know how to really describe it just like the sinking arching, like someone's maybe like stepping their foot on my chest kind of feeling. And, um, but that I also feel that right. Like whenever I'm anxious, so it's like, I need to take some awareness in the moment, take a few deep breaths and be, I'm going to say this multiple times. I feel like look at things from like a third person point of view. I feel like that's what really helps me distinguish my emotions and my thoughts. Um, and just decide on how I would rather feel because your body's going to release these chemicals and the feelings that those chemicals release in your body bring up certain emotions and certain thoughts and excitement feels exactly the same way as anxiety does in our body. And if we're so used to feeling anxiety all the time, we're going to immediately just label, oh, I'm anxious. I'm an anxious person. I'm always anxious. I'm always feeling this. I'm anxious. When it's like, 
maybe you're about to get married and you start to feel that feeling that tingling in your chest you can't breathe you're panicking like you know whatever your symptoms are and you're like fuck i'm anxious maybe this is a bad idea maybe i shouldn't be getting married i don't know what to do blah 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 you're you start racing in your head your thoughts start swirling and you're just you start equating everything to being anxious instead it's like what if you flip that narrative like oh anxiety feels the same as excitement like maybe i'm excited about getting married Maybe this is exciting starting a journey with someone that I love and growing a bond with someone and having someone by my side for the rest of my life. Um, you know, maybe I'm excited. Then you start thinking good, happy thoughts. You're like, this is exciting. This is so cool. Like, this is so beautiful. I have my family or I have my friends here to witness this. Like, I have somebody that wants to commit to me. Like, I look sexy in my dress. Like, you know, you start to feel all these different emotions. And now when you start to feel that you're not always going to immediately think like, Oh, I'm being, I'm anxious right now. You're like, Oh, I'm excited. You start rewiring your brain and it is, it's as hard and it's as easy as that. It's going to take time. You're not just going to replace it one time and then never feel anxious again. And there's going to be times when you do feel anxious and you're going to be able to notice the difference because you took the time to really sit there and like sift through what you're feeling and why you're feeling and what's triggering this emotional response. Um, let's get back into <laughs> habits. So the sugar thing's really big for me. Um, also like certain music, like, oh, she is listening to future Purple Rain album a lot. <laughs> like maybe... <laughs> Maybe she feels like relapse again, or maybe she's feeling like, I don't know, like she just wants to listen to fucking future, right? Like I need to distinguish it. But when I notice myself like repeatedly listening to like future and suicide boys and just like getting in this certain mindset, um, and I'm eating a lot of sugar. I think it's when you notice you're doing all of these things all together. I think that's more of a telltale sign. If you're just doing one or the other, or maybe two out of 10, like, okay, like it might not be that. Um, when I start drinking like a lot of fizzy drinks, like, like right now I'm like really into those Olipops. There's like healthy soda, I guess. And I'm just like obsessed with them. But like before it'd be like a sparkling water or like a cream soda. Um, just like a something to just release that dopamine that like satisfying feeling from the crispness that you get from a soda can like act similar as like when you do drugs it's not the same for sure but it's like it's releasing that kind of feeling that like just ooh, that's a good that's good I, that was a good sip that was just i don't know um how else to say that uh what else when uh no that's not a good one let me think Hmm. <laughs> um, this is kind of like an interesting one, but, um, I feel like the way I dress too, and this, this kind of goes with season. So this is, isn't always a telltale sign, but like when I start dressing a lot darker, um, do my makeup darker, I normally like just do like mascara and like a skin tint. But like when I'm like doing like dark eye makeup and just feeling like a little more gothy, a little more vampire-esque. It is October, so I can't really 
take that to heart this month but like when I'm feeling like a little bit darker I kind of want like my outside to reflect that too um my sleep my sleep will be off um, I'm either sleeping too much or not enough uh, I can't decide which one I, I I think I prefer sleeping too much for sure but ugh. and then because I'm like doing all these things like I'm eating an excess of sugar I'm drinking like fizzy drinks I'm not sleeping right I'm probably not drinking enough water when I'm falling into these habits as well I have I'm not gonna say an eating disorder but I have like a certain relationship with food and um I try my really best to eat healthy and like do meal prep and keep up with that in my head and it's something I've always been hard on myself about and I had to like talk to my therapist um about with with about whatever thought um it's that I feel like when I stop meal prepping and when I stop eating good then that's a sign that I'm depressed so I like really am forceful about like making sure I keep up with that um and sometimes I'm a little too hard on myself like if I'm like sick and I'm not feeling good um I'm like well you need to cook still you need to get up and you need to cook one of the reasons why I've tried to make sure I always have something like in the freezer now or just something easy that I can cook so at least I can be like I am taking care of my body but I didn't push myself to do something that I can't do right now um all for the sake of like a routine and like that's also where where my OCD falls in is I'm like and that's how I got sober too it's just like I was really hard on myself so I have this problem with releasing control and um on one hand, it's really good because like I could get even more depressed if I'm eating unhealthy all the time and those fucking shitty chemicals from that food's making me feel worse, making me like sluggish and tired and it's making me break out, which is making me stress. You know, like for sure, falling out of the habit of meal prepping can lead to more depression and I totally understand myself, but at the same time, like am I beating myself up about it? Like you better fucking meal prep or you'll fucking hate yourself kind of thing um gotta distinguish that difference but i kind of just yelled at you sorry <laughs> um so when i notice obviously like i'm not taking care of myself i'm eating all the sugar i'm not, not sleeping right all these things are i'm listening to kind of negative music like it's talking about drugs or it's talking about being alone or just you know a lot of rap isn't really talking about your most high vibrational shit here okay um so it's putting me in a lower mood i'm dressing darker um I, i'm i'm setting the tone like i'm setting the energy and doing all of those things those are really going to put me in an environment in a mood in a state of mind to want to relapse um so i have to i just have to start taking notice of myself that's just all i do is i'm just like all right you know what you're also oh, also like buying a lot of books like books about like like i love erotica don't get me wrong and i'm gonna continue to read it but like when i buy like an excess in erotica just like porn addiction i think is a big one too like whatever i'm gonna put that out there i used to be like addicted to porn and i still have this like odd relationship that i am going through that's gonna have to be another podcast but um 
instead of like watching porn now i'm like reading all these erotic books and like you know there's nothing like wrong with it like i shouldn't shame myself but i'm like when i'm spending a lot of money buying these books and like like fucking getting through them in two hours i'm talking like 400 page books 600 page books 700 page books like they're done they're done by the morning like i will stay up until 4 a.m obsessively reading over this like okay now i'm trying to escape i think reading i know that reading was a huge escape for me when i was younger i would go to the library and i feel like i might have mentioned this before but i would go to the library and i was really close with the librarian that or i always was really close with the english teacher and she would give me a book in the morning and i would have it done by the end of the day so i would go after eighth period before i left school i'd go to the library i would get a new book and then i would read that at night and then in the morning i would hand her that book that i took home and then do that process all day so i would read one to two books a day depending like on the size and i'm like not joking this was for like a long period of time and um yeah it just I remember this one time I was reading in Walmart. I, I was just following my mom around and I was reading this giant book, like my head down, following my mom, but like walking through the crowd, like oblivious to everyone in Walmart. I was like stuck in this book and this, we were standing in the checkout line and I was there reading and this lady like went up to my mom and she was like, how do you get her to do that? I can't get mine to even touch a book. And my mom was like, it's trying to get her out of that book. That's the hard part. And that's what I did. I just, I wanted to escape into a different world. And I notice if I'm like reading, Max, dude, you need to calm down. Get inside. My dog is like trying to jump off the fucking patio right now. Can we calm? I just want a yard so bad. Go lay down. You need to settle down. Sorry. What was I saying? Yeah. I notice when I start reading a lot and trying to escape my world. And like, I'm at work and all I can think about is my fucking book and I'm stressed and I just, just want to be in my book. I just want to read. Um, so I'm just trying to escape. Um, so let's talk a little bit about triggers. Um, you know, and triggers are things that make you react. I don't know the exact definition. I'm just gonna give you my quick definition. Triggers are things that make you react or feel a way that you used to in the past it just it reminds you of a certain scenario a certain environment a certain emotion a certain traumatic event um yeah a certain bad habit you had trouble escaping etc so some things that are and i've been thinking about this so i don't i think there's still some more digging for me to do i just started reflecting on it about an hour ago when i decided to make this podcast um I notice when I start to feel really lonely, like when I feel like I don't have anyone, I don't have any friends. Um, I just, I, when I feel really alone, that triggers me to want to use to relapse and start doing all these things again. And see, I feel like that's how it really goes for me at least is I don't immediately just think like, like when I feel lonely, I'm not like, I want to use drugs. I want to drink. I want to whatever. That's not how it works. I feel lonely and then I'm like, oh, I'm really craving some sugar. I feel lonely and I'm like, I should go spend $60 on books. Like, I'm feeling lonely. I'm like drinking a lot of fucking sodas. 
I'm not sleeping. I'm stressed out, breaking out, whatever. And then it's all of those habits that I start repeatedly doing throughout my day that make me want to relapse. Um, so yeah, feeling of loneliness. Um, when I fall into like habits of like spending my money, um, when I'm trying to not have a shopping addiction, <laughs> um, or just like a money issue to begin with, um, that I feel like has been like one of my biggest lessons so far in my life. Um, is just trying to learn how to manage my money, um, and have a healthy mindset and relationship with money. Um, but when I get disappointed in myself for like not using my money how I wanted to or whatever, um, that's kind of triggers me. Um, when I end thing with things with people in my life, when I, when I realize I'm like, you know, they aren't good to have in my life. And I, I have like a mourning period of like, you know, I had this image of them in my life and I enjoyed that image and now it's gone. And like, I'm just going to try and process it and let it go. But that makes me start wanting to eat a lot of sugar and just escape into a romance novel. Um, what are some other triggers for me? And honestly, like, I know I mentioned it being a habit, um, listening to certain music, but if I like, am not in a bad or in a sad mood or whatever, I'm just like repeatedly listening to like the suicide boys, like a lot. And I get like really stuck. And that's another hard thing for me is like being OCD. I get really stuck ADHD as well. Like we get really stuck on a certain song and we'll have to re we'll have to play it over and over until you can't hear it anymore like we'll play it a hundred times over and over like just tickles a part of our brain so like when i accidentally get stuck in like those little habits of replaying the same songs over and over i start thinking about those songs all day they're they're playing in my head all day long like the song is stuck in my head so now my thoughts are going to kind of be similar to whatever that song is about um and so like when I fall into that trap of playing the same music over and over that can trigger me and put me back into a mindset of like, Oh, I used to listen to this music when I was doing not so great things. Um, what else? When I am stressed with my job, um, I think just anything career related. I'm a very like headstrong career person. I used to always imagine myself like I ha I'm afraid that I manifested this for myself, unfortunately, because um, I always imagined myself in like this loft in the city and it was just cold in there. Like it was nighttime and I was like standing out on the balcony and just like looking at the sky and like I was content, but I was alone. Like I there was no one like it was just an empty loft like with my furniture and it was like very cold it didn't feel sad it just felt like this is what it is i don't know 
I need to come up. I need to go to my thesaurus and like look for a word like melancholy. Like, I don't know. I just felt, I don't know. And, um, no kids, no partner. Didn't imagine myself with family just alone on that balcony and just outside. And I was fine. Like, and for so long, I always dreamed like that was what my life was. And I can't explain. I mean, I have some reasons for it. I'm not going to dig into it. Like while that was my fantasy. Now when I imagine things, it looks a lot different, a lot brighter, a lot more happier, more surrounded by others. And I think that's really cool how like the vision of my life, what I thought I wanted is the complete opposite. And what I thought I wanted, I feel like I have now, like I'm maybe not in like a cool modern loft, but I'm in my apartment and I'm alone. And I have my family, of course. It's I'm not exactly that image and that thing that I imagined a long time ago. But I am three hours away from my family. Like I don't really see my family that often. And um I don't talk to all of my family. And um I just I don't even have friends. I don't you know, I do stuff, but I don't really go out and create like these huge experiences that I am wanting to experience and I am going to just at this moment in this period era in my life. Like I'm not I'm getting there and I can tell like things are shifting, which is exciting. But I like, I got what I asked for and I'm just like, damn, you know what? I don't want this anymore. And it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing that I manifested for this, manifested this for myself now I know now I know this isn't what I want because what if maybe I was surrounded by people all the fucking time and then I just thought to myself god I just want to be alone and I never got to you know instead I experienced what being alone is like and now I'm like all right let's add some people into the mix (laughs) um that's all I really have to say I I'm sure there's more triggers and there are more things that I can mention. I just want to give y'all an example and just something to kind of think about. If you are someone that like suffers with addiction in any form, and this, this doesn't have to just be about drugs. Like this like relates to a lot of things. Like if you have a sex addiction, like you notice you're starting to watch porn a lot or you're starting to read erotica a lot or you're masturbating all the fucking time or you're doing a lot of one night hookups and you're not even really thinking about it. You're just doing the action just to fucking do it or if you're fantasizing a lot like there's so many things if like if you have an eating disorder and you notice you're like falling in certain habits again like this applies like and if you have a shopping addiction i'm just listing all these addictions now sorry um you know your habits and if you don't like take some time to think about them like what are these habits that you start doing that start making you want to relapse we all deal with things. We all suffer with certain issues. It's okay. And you don't have to be hard on yourself about it. Like, it's just life, man. Like, we're going to fucking die. Like, all right, I have a drug addiction right now. Like, all right, I'm suffering with this right now, whatever it is. But like, I'm aware of it. And I decided that I, I'm going to do something about it. Okay. And then maybe I'll have another problem later. And like, we'll do something about that too. Like we're going to throw in some good shit in the meantime. 
And if you're not, start doing it now. Start going to those pottery classes. Start going to see some more live shows. Start going to coffee shops by yourself. Start read a new genre you've never read before. Whatever you want to fucking do. Start planning a trip. Start saving money. Start seeing a therapist. Start saying yes more often. Start saying no. Start setting boundaries. Apply to a new job. Whatever it is, reach out to that family member. Or don't reach out to that family member. Start doing things. I think that's the new era. Like, let's just, let's be conscious of our choices and decide, you know, are these, this is really what I want to do? Is this really how I want to feel? And, um, start paying attention to yourself and your habits. Look at things from a third person point of view. Um, don't be so hard on yourself. It's all Gucci, man. It is not that serious. Um, start figuring out why you're doing the things that you're doing. Why are you drinking? Why are you clinging to someone that no longer suits you anymore? Why are you staying somewhere you're miserable? Why do you feel like using drugs? Like, what is it? Why do you feel this way? What's going on in your life right now? Is there things that you're doing that you are that are making you feel like shit? And like it's uncomfortable to stop. It's 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 weird to think about. Like I was listening to one of the songs I used to listen to a lot when I would get fucked up and I started feeling that way again. I started like going into that mindset again. And I was like, fuck, I need to change the song. Like, and I was like, just feel it. Like, what, what's, what, why am I feeling this way? Like, what is it? What's so wrong with this feeling? What am I trying to feel? I think that's another thing that's really helped me too. Is like, it's not always like what I'm feeling. It's like, what am I trying to avoid feeling? Or what am I wanting to feel instead? I'm just going to keep rambling at this point. I appreciate you listening in. 1,433 people listened to my last podcast. Fucking insane. I'm so excited to just continue this journey. And I have a lot of ideas. And um, I know I keep saying that, but it's they're, they're there. And I'm building myself up. And I'm getting, I know it seems like I'm just such a fucking cocky ass bitch. And I am. But at the same time, like, I'm getting comfortable with myself and expressing myself fully. And I know it seems like I'm just such a bold and I'm assuming, and these are, this is what I've reviews I've gotten. Like anytime I go out with friends, I'm like, Oh, can you like go in and ask for a table? And they're like, no, you do it. Like you're the outgoing one or, you know, and people perceive me that way as I've been told. And I think it depends on who I'm around, obviously. But most of the time I am this like bold, blunt person and it's because I choose to be is because I'm scared to be that person that I make myself do it. And like, I am scared to walk into this restaurant that I've never been in the first time. And like, I don't know, like, do you go to the host? Like, do you see yourself? Like, I don't know anything about the place. Like, 
for some reason that makes me anxious, but I'm like, just fucking do it. You go through the door and you're going to fucking figure it out. Like that's a simple example, but like, what was I fucking talking about? I don't know like why I started talking about being this person, but oh, my podcast. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm learning to like be comfortable reaching out and talking to people and engaging in conversation. Um, and just talking to people I've never met before. And just, am I, what if they ask me a question and I don't know the answer? Or like, what if I don't know anything about the topic? Um, and I'm, I'm getting better with my habits. You know, I used to do this thing, um, where someone will be like, Oh yeah, you know, this and that. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I know this and that. And like, I feel like they could, they looked at me like they knew I didn't know because I couldn't come up with anything other than, yeah, I know. Oh yeah. Oh my God. in that thing for sure. And they were like, uh, I don't know. Maybe that's just me being paranoid because I know I didn't believe myself because I had no idea what the fuck they were talking about. I just pretended to know because I didn't want to seem stupid or I didn't want to feel embarrassed that I didn't know that. Like I should know that. Like why? I just don't know. ask and then you could find out and then maybe next time someone comes and asks you about it like did you hear about this and that you're like oh I actually did hear about it let me tell you what I heard sometimes I wish I had more specific things because I feel like that was all over the place but yeah so I start I tried to stop doing that like when people are like oh did you hear about the did you see the show and instead of saying oh yeah oh my god I love that I was like no like is where's is it on Netflix tell me about it like why do you like it Like I, I'm trying to get more information on my daily life and just like put more into my experiences. So, um, yeah, I want to grow this podcast and I've got ideas and I'm, I'm getting comfortable with being uncomfortable and, um, I'm finding myself a lot more and I'm really excited that so many of y'all are listening and you're here and you're following and you're engaging with me. Super cool. Um, there is this thing on here where if you're on Spotify, um, I have a question that I I can ask and you could respond to it. So I would love for you to respond and I'll talk about it on the next podcast. Um, I don't know what question I'm going to ask. I'll figure that out at the end of this. Um, thanks for tuning in. Uh, see you next time on, on an impulse. That was so fucking smooth of me. Like, damn, bitch.